baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on a rainy Uno day of June My 2017. Gosh. Yeah, it's like Twister out it's like there. It's a yeah. monsoon out there today. So if you've got nothing better to do, pull over to the side of the road and let us uh, try to uh, enrage, enlighten, enlighten, entertain. Yes, because uh, things seem to be that way in uh, the Big Apple these days. Everybody's being. <laughs> when well, we mean everybody, we mean everybody. Everybody's upset in New York. Uh, uh, imagine you're going to a Mets game. Jamie, I know we got base. I don't talk baseball that much. And. Because I don't know that much about it, but but I do enjoy the sport. I watch the playoffs. I don't watch much regular season. Albeit, I used to go to uh, to quite a few Ranger games when we lived in Dallas Fort Worth. I like going live and in person. Uh, baseball to me, watching it on television, regular season, uh, is right up there with a cooking network. I I just have no interest in it. However, uh, this particularly caught my eye. Say you're at a New York Met game. Let's say, and the Mets have been struggling this year, especially in recent weeks, and the uh, the mascot for the Mets. Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt. And let me let me see if I can describe it. It is a uh, it's a live individual with a big baseball fat head on top of his head. With complete with the seams and the New York Mets cap and the uniform. And thus the fat head pretty much blots out the rest of his body. Oh absolutely. Nice. And so the Mets uh, were just uh, drilled at uh, at home Wednesday night by the Milwaukee Brewers, seven to one. And they have video, folks. This goes to show you whatever you do, somebody's videoing it all the time. As Mr. Met was making his way to the tunnel, and I'm assuming this was post game after the drubbing, apparently some fans said something to Mr. Met that he took offense to. Mr. Rett turned around and gave the fi- the finger <laughs> a Mr. Met finger. Now these are big, huge glove. Think like. Uh, I don't know uh, what, the, what was the thing in Ghostbusters. The uh, we could possibly the, the puff uh, the, the the Stay Puff Marshmallow. Yeah, Stay Puff. Yeah, that's kind of get that get that, that yeah, impression get that, in your mind. Yeah, these yeah, the Stay big, Puff Marshmallow fat, guy. white finger looking yeah. things, and he gave the one finger salute to the fans. And not only did the one finger salute, he went further. In fact, he grabbed his arm with his other hand <laughs> to emphasize said salute. And yeah, the Mets. Uh, welcome to the Big Apple. Welcome to the Big Apple. Uh, you know, he flips off the uh, the fans, and then the Mets had to come back. We apologize for the inappropriate action of this employee. We do not condone this type of behavior. We are dealing with a matter matter internally. Uh, now, Mister Met, uh, known for his oversized head with a baseball seams is among the sport's most recognized mascots. Kind of like the uh, – He the certainly old, is now. He yeah. certainly is now. Sort of like, uh, what was it, the uh, the San Diego Chicken back in the day? Yes, yes. Uh, Mr. Matt is a biggie. Well, you know, the San Diego Chicken had a – maybe he had an advantage because he didn't have fingers. <laughs> so Maybe so. But maybe, that, maybe that's the new politically correct way to do mascots. Make sure they don't have digits. Therefore, they can't give salutes to uh, people in the crowd. Anyway, the Met, Mr. Matt has been around since 64. And uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> Mr. Met, 
Uh, that guy is probably not going to work for the Mets anymore, but they have a picture on the New York Daily News, and the headlines, Mr. Mets says, we're number one. <laughs> they have a picture of <laughs> of the pitcher that got just blown away, and then they have a superimposed picture on the bottom right of the Met giving the one-finger salute, and the bottom headline, even the mascot flips after disaster versus Brewers. Well, freedom of expression being suppressed here is, is, is very important to you and me, Terry. Uh, and uh, we happen to believe that uh, drastic times demand drastic measures. So we have uh, decided, feel free to contribute. We're going to start a GoFundMe account. For Mr. Matt? For Mr. Matt. Uh, and in this day of uh, politically charged times, we feel it's time maybe to, to uh, I think this was a, 1964, right? This is an American institution, Mr. Med. Mr. Med. Mr. Med is, and we're tired of it. Uh, Maybe he was on meds. We talked a little bit yesterday about uh, historical uh, things of historical significance being uh, carted off. Uh, This again follows in that uh, vein, and that Mr. You take Mr. Med away from City Field and the City of New York, you have taken away an institution. And sometimes institutions like to ex- express themselves. In this case, Mr. Met did. What? And who of us, who who is without sin cast the first stone? Who has not ever felt like if you've been yelled from from the stands, you haven't wanted to say, have a safe time in Hawaii? We're number one. Yeah, you'll be going to Hawaii <laughs> soon. That's From what I understand, and some of the things people have said to you in Hawaii, that's kind of generally how they converse, don't they? No. Okay. no they don't. Nicest well, people in the world. Uh, as long as you're paying them. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, that is a key. As there, long as you're paying them, yes, they're they're very nice. Um, this is the thing. Uh, where do we go from here if we if we're going to toss Mr. Met? Um, what about the San Diego Chicken? What about the days of? Uh, I mean, if you don't think Chief Bracebeard went quietly, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah, Vic the Demon, he got the worst of that, didn't yes, he? Yes. Remember the days of the uh, fisticuffs between Vic the Demon. And uh, Chief Bracebeard uh, on ESPN is that supposed to do uh, that incite violence? Uh, can we? Yeah, can one knock the other one's head off. Yeah, can we blame that for riots in uh, in in cities in Baltimore? No, Victor Demon and Chief Bracebeard had a mild disagreement, and they decided to uh, take it home. Now, you know, I'm not sure, but there may have been a, before. There could have been a few salutes to each other in that vein. And then it, it, it escalated, and I don't know who sh- you know who gave the first one this Hawaiian symbol of peace, but the other uh, apparently took issue with it. And here we have this you know this this throwdown, which is epic, in uh, ESPN, Vic the Demon and, and Chief Bray Spirit. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think Chief Bray Spirit took uh, being demoted from the mascot at ULM very very kindly. Uh, there is some uh, some thought out there that uh, that is a he is continuing to haunt them to this day. I missed the, I, I miss miss those games. Those were always good yeah, games. Yeah, they, they were good games. But anyway. Well, let's, uh, moving along, and uh, who was it? Allen uh, had a couple texts. I read Allen's. Allen says he had hamburger helper gloves. You know what? That's a good good analogy. Yeah. Sure is. Uh, hamburger helper gloves. But And I think thus the, the other arm was brought for uh, emphasis. Emphasis, yeah. yet support, because those gloves are heavy. And, I mean, here's the thing. I'm just surprised Mr. Met could hear all that stuff coming from the from the fans, but apparently it's the uh, the uh, oversized baseball. It has enough uh, uh, where you can hear 
But it uh, can you imagine. I mean, I think they should let him go for no other reason. He has to he has to stay dressed up in like that for nine. JD is an athletic director. I had to buy where our mascot was the Rams when I was in Texas at, at Texas Western University. And how many Rams are there in Texas? Uh, Out west Texas, yes. Yeah, but then you know you get into uh, not yeah not that many. Uh, you get into buying mascots because you know cheerleaders and, and support were under uh, my jurisdiction. You know how much those uh, costumes cost? It's unbelievable. They have built-in like uh, cooling systems in them, and no, I would think it, so. it smells like the inside of a bus locker. But I mean, those things are thousands of dollars. Uh, Chief Bray Spirit came from Walt, from Disney Studios. Yeah, those things are very expensive, and and uh, yes. very, they have mascot camp. You know, like you'll have football camp yeah. or basketball camp. Or, they have uh, mascot camp that they send their, these people to all over the country. It's sort of a big deal. Sometimes to be, uh, you know, to be chosen to be the mascot, if you will. So, yeah, I mean, these people take on these identities. Oh, absolutely. And uh, and, 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 you know. and Mr. Met took on the identity of. I mean, how many New Yorkers are going? Yep, that's what we do. Well, they do it to each other in traffic. I don't understand what the big deal is here. I mean, it's just a. Uh, again, we're 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 swallowing camels and choking on gnats yep. here. I think Mr. Met should be given a uh, maybe a slight uh, warning. Uh, slap on the wrist, perhaps, maybe a small fine. Uh, but if this if this continues to escalate, and he is uh, given the heave ho, I you know I, I see lawsuits coming left and right out of this. I no question, and I think we should start it. Uh, definitely the GoFundMe account because we're gonna sue a lot of people. Uh, I think Terry, what people don't understand, you and I do that to each other before we go on the air every morning. Uh, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Are in the I think that starts in the parking lot with you and me. But uh, anyway, and, and we get along kind of like, you know, we get along better than Golick and Greenberg do right now. But they, hey, don't, they don't pay us quite as much. That's kind of, listen, you taught me that from your days spent in Hawaii, and I just considered that, you know, part of our shtick. Well, let's get into but, the, uh, to a meat of, of a subject today. Actually, uh, we got a couple texts on that. I will read when we get back. But the NBA Finals finally start tonight after seemingly uh, six months. Here, here let, me, let me tell you this. Here's why I like Cleveland. Now, I was the guy last year that picked Cleveland in seven when everybody and their brother said that Golden State's going to win it. Cleveland in seven, having to go to Golden State and win game seven. Mm-hmm. I'm right on very few things. I was right on that. Now, albeit at three to one when Cleveland was trailing, I did not think much of my prediction at that point. However, tonight's interesting in, in game one, and here's why. The Golden State Warriors – and this is why I'm sort of leaning toward Cleveland right now. The Golden State Warriors have not played in nine days. Aside from the end of the season, you don't have a bigger break than that. And so there's a timing factor. There's a conditioning factor. They've rolled through the playoffs unbeaten. Uh, number two, Golden State, Clay Thompson is not playing well for him. He, he is a arguably one of the best shooters in the game. Guy has not played well in the playoffs. Number three, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and then Kevin Love in that order. Those guys are at the pinnacle of what their game is right now. They're, they're playing as well as they ever have in their lives. Particularly Kevin Love. Kevin Love, who is like the fifth Beatle, but he's the fifth Beatle that's better than most of the other people's top Beatles. Uh, and he's embraced that role. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers have a – they definitely have a style and system that they're playing that they're comfortable with. You know, you've got uh, – I think Golden State, all the pressure's on Golden State. 
I, I really believe that. And so it would not surprise me. Everybody's picking Golden State to sweep Cleveland. I've seen some of these pundits. Folks, that ain't happening. Uh, it, I, I don't think it is anyway. I think this, this series is going six or seven games, and I am actually going to go, I don't know. You're going to go with Cleveland. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm really close. At first, I was pretty sure Golden State was going to win the series. But I think this delay, I think some of these other things, it's hard to bet against LeBron James. How has uh, Cleveland had off four or five days, five days uh, themselves, haven't they? Yeah, uh, and, but they, you know, they were only challenged. They were, they were, they got lost one game. But, again, you're, you're playing with all the rest. You, they, and Cleveland has, you know, they, they have the luxury of, of, do they have a psychological advantage over Golden State? You know, maybe, maybe not. A lot of things went wrong. Draymond Green last year getting kicked out, uh, suspended for one game uh, with a 3-1 to lead, and that absolutely destroyed them because they never were the same after that. Does he get control of his emotions? Uh, Golden State notorious, Jamie, for just talking noise and, and the arrogance and all that. Richard Jefferson, who's like the ninth member of the Beatles, he's like a, in a footnote somewhere. Richard Jefferson came out yesterday and said, look, uh, you know, I think they sort of lost their composure last year. And people are like, oh, I can't believe he said it. Well, if you really look into what he said, I'm not sure he's not right. Steph Curry gets ejected from a game, throws his mouthpiece, gets upset. Draymond Green gets upset. Here's another big factor. Draymond Green kicks people? Yeah, Draymond Green kicks people and then calls uh, other guys dirty. And you're, uh, you know, you could be a field goal kicker the, the way he goes for two. At any rate, uh, another big factor in this is the Golden State. Steve Kerr is not there, folks. And, I, you know, I tell you that coaching is not that big a deal. The stability of a coach is a big deal. And just that comfortability, comfortability factor that they have with Steve Kerr, uh, how he relates to them. Mike Brown has done a great job so far. You can't deny that. And ironically enough, he was LeBron's coach when LeBron first went to Cleveland. Interesting. I and, didn't know Mike Brown was with the Cavaliers. Yeah, Mike Brown was wow, with the Cavaliers. Okay. And so an uh, interesting dynamic there. But don't discount Steve Kerr's absence uh, because that is going to be a factor because both these teams have not been challenged to speak of, Jamie. I mean, they're, what, 24? Uh, were they 24-1 and one combined in the playoffs so far? Yeah, Cleveland's been the only one that dropped a game. Yeah, no. and so – they're going to be challenged against these two teams. Then you got the Kevin Garnett factor, or I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Durant factor. So it should be interesting. We'll get into a little bit more of that when we come back. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Your text, your thoughts are welcome. 888-993-7762. 888 Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. We're sponsored by our title sponsor, the great Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, if you want the best care for your pet, go see him on US 165. North in Monroe. Back in a minute. Truck Pros. 
Pros is Northeast Louisiana's truck giant. Truck Pros has your next big bad boy four-wheel truck. At Truck Pros, man, you'll save and save big with their huge selection of big bad boys four-wheel drive trucks with lift packages. No wonder they're the truck giants. Truck Pros has the model you'll want. Dodge, Chevy, GMCs, Ford, Jeeps, and more. Don't miss out on the huge selection and savings you'll find only at the Truck Giants. Truck Pros on Constitution Avenue next to Cracker Barrel. Or shop them now online at truckpro.us. That's truckpro.us. Truck Pros. Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty to custom installed mirrors and shower doors. Glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road across from the mill in West Monroe. 387-4747. If you could talk to your animal when they say... They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital. 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. 2017 Bulldog football season tickets are on sale now. Join us in Ruston for seven home games that include marquee opponents versus SEC Power Mississippi State, an in-state battle versus Northwestern State, and conference foe Southern Miss. Save up to $84 when buying season tickets and be eligible for a tour of the new press box. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or latexsports.com slash tickets to secure your season tickets today. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly cloudy skies with a 60% chance of rain today and a high of 82 degrees. Mostly cloudy, 30% chance of rain on tonight, a low 68. Mostly cloudy skies with a 50% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high of 84 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on a rainy Thursday. Please be safe out there on the roads. Is it still a little like twister out there, Jamie? No, it's, uh, I believe it's uh, calmed down just a bit. Uh, we don't plan to calm down here for a while because uh, we like to enlighten, enrage, and otherwise entertain you. That's our goal. Uh, not not so much as Mr. Met some days. Uh, we, we can't follow that, but uh, we like to let you know what's going on outside of our area. I, I bet Met fans like that. You know, that's yes. I mean that's that's the nature. If you've ever been to New York and uh, you've ridden in a cab. Dude, that's a, that's a Seinfeld episode right there. You know, you think about it. That's, you know, whatever we could do with hey, Mr. Kramer. And, yeah. yeah. Hey, Mr. Met, you guys stink. And he turns around and gives you the number one sign. I mean, Kramer could be Mr. Met. I think, or maybe Kramer's too nice for that. That would be uh, George. Mark, Mark is way too nice. Mark's baseball knowledge just a minute. We, you know, oh in, in all gosh. fairness, we we had we had breakfast this morning with me, you, him, and uh, uh, Warren Guerrero. And uh, Mark's baseball knowledge dating way back. The guy literally is like, what was the Swami guy they used to have at ESPN back in the day? Stump the Swami, and you just yes. ask him. Uh, that was uh, I wasn't that. Uh, who was the catcher in 1937 for the uh, for the and you know he could come up you with? You can't it. stump Kramer. Yeah, no. he's he's good. Uh, uh, let's see, 
quint. Is Steve Kerr the most overrated coach in pro sports? Luke Walton took his place in 2015 and didn't lose a game. The same is true as for Mike Brown this year. Uh, interesting question. I think the NBA is a little bit different. I think they're they're more like baseball guys in a lot of cases. They're managing stuff. Uh, yeah, Shane, Chris Berman was the Swami. No, they, had, a, Berman no, they had another guy stump the Swami. He was a little fat Yoda-looking dude. I probably made somebody mad when I said fat well, Yoda-looking I think, guy. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? What, what was his name? Berman wore the turban. No, this is not Berman. This is like a little Yoda-looking guy, Jabba the Hutt-looking guy that just knew everything. And they had a game show, and they, they fired him years ago. I'm showing my age here. I want to say it was Stump the Swami. Maybe so. But it, was, yeah, it wasn't Berman. Uh, at any rate, Stump the Schwab. Thank you, Daniel. Stump the Schwab. Stump yeah. the Schwab. It, it was like a Yoda-looking. Uh, so, in other words, I. Well, that's hey, maybe something Mr. Met could do now. Yeah, Mr. Met, we're going to get him to. Uh, oh, I, I fit the physical description for that. Maybe Mr. Met, they should hire him as White House press secretary. <laughs> <laughs> Next <Maybe> question. So. <laughs> Wrong. I brought my I brought my props here with me just in case. Yes. Yeah, and you know I take them with me everywhere I go. Slicer brings the props out. And so yeah. Steve Kerr, is he the most overrated? Co- you know, I don't think so. I mean, you can't argue with what the guy did. Uh, the last couple of years, they had the best league. Here's the thing I'll tell you about Cleveland last year, and you got to respect this. And I'm a Michael Jordan guy. Michael Jordan, the greatest player ever played, in my opinion. However, however, um, Michael, if you look at his, you know, everybody's like, six out of six NBA finals. Dude, I'm leading the bandwagon, right? Michael never beat a great team in the finals. If you no, they, he never beat a, a dominant team. He beat uh, the Utah Jazz twice, who never won a title. He beat the Seattle SuperSonics with Gary Payton, who never won a title during that era. He beat the uh, the Los Angeles Lakers when uh, Magic Johnson or James Worthy was hurt. Magic was still playing. Kareem was at the very, I think, had just retired or at the very tail end of his career. Uh, he never beat a great team. Never beat one of those great Pistons teams. No, oh. I mean, well, not in the finals because they had to beat them to get through it. But if you look at what LeBron James has done in his career, last year they beat Golden State. Golden State had the best record in the history of the NBA. Are they an all-time great team? Ultimately, that's up to you. Their regular season was the best in the history of the league. You look on paper, though, Terry, you're, you're right. I mean, that's and I think Vegas odds are just hugely in Golden State's favor. So if you're going to go with Cleveland in this when you're bucking Vegas yep. and uh, – and I would have to say, outside the big three of Irving, Love, and, and LeBron, uh, I can't, and Richard Jefferson, I can't even think of Tristan Thompson Tristan is pretty Thompson. good. J.R. Smith has played a role. Yeah. Uh, they've had some players that have stepped up and done well. But, I mean, you think of that from a depth standpoint. Draymond Green. Uh, you know, of course, you've got Steph. You've got, you know, who can take over a game. I mean, that's, that's one of the things. Kevin Durant. Can take you over know, a game, absolutely. So, I mean, you look at the season record for Golden State. I mean, if they – will they be – I understand – this may not be correct. If they go, if they sweep, they'll be the first team in NBA history to do that, 16-0. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're not going to sweep. Uh, and, and, you know, a good point. Why do you think the Jazz don't, what, never won a title? For the same reasons that uh, the Phoenix Suns didn't, that uh, the Seattle Supersonics didn't, and anybody in the West during Michael Jordan's uh, three-in, two-off, three-in again. And, you know, I, I'm not belittling that because I still think Jordan's the greatest player of all time. But the fact is you could make the argument he should have been to more than six finals because the Pistons were knocking him off. 
the Pacers pushed him. Um, you know, Kyle Korver, Darren Williams, the Cavs. Shane says the Cavs have some depth. Uh, these, are, these are very evenly matched teams. If it comes down to toughness and physicality, which one are you taking? Toughness and physicality, which one are you taking? I like Cleveland. I do, too. You take Draymond Green out of, uh, and he is the enforcer. And the thing with Draymond Green, he gets so emotional, can he keep his emotions in check? You don't think there is a huge amount of guilt with Draymond Green from last year's meltdown? They're up 3-1, everything is good, and he kicks somebody else in the jewels and gets booted for a game. They were never the same team, ever. No, after that it was. After that, they were never the same team, and all of a sudden that, that thing turned. And don't forget, you have the most dominant player in the game, LeBron James. The most dominant, I mean, you could like him, you could not like him, it doesn't matter. The fact that this guy is, you talk about the ultimate delivery guy, he has been the same for the last 12, 13 years in the NBA, and his numbers are going up. In the playoffs, he's off the charts. Well, you think about uh, you know, professional basketball, okay? You talk about the, the, the best players in the game. I don't know if you'll ever see... Uh, the group of talent or assembly of talent that you're going to see with these two teams. And I appreciate our callers chiming in because I, that's right, I'd forgotten about some of those. These are now overall depth. You know, who who do you really look at off the bench? I mean, uh, Corver's got to shoot the three. Corver. Jaron Williams has got to shoot. Yeah. Uh, Golden State lost a couple of players. Uh, well, J.R. Smith. And, and J.R. Smith. Yeah, J.R. Smith played well. And I'm not a big J.R. Smith fan. He's been wildly inconsistent. But almost like Michael Jordan was able to do with Dennis Rodman, LeBron has been able to do that with J.R. Smith. Well, and with Cleveland, you know what you're going to get with Irving, LeBron, and uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. Yeah, you know what you're going to get out of that. With uh, and But then again, you look at that. I mean, the, just the starting fives. I mean, this is just elite talent. Yeah, this is the best in the world. This is the best talent in the world. You know, and, you, uh, you throw KD in there. Yeah. And that's an interesting dynamic because there's so many, so many shots you can get up. You know, and, and again, playoff basketball is different than the regular season. It is more of a grind-out type series. 82-game season. You know, well, well, the, and, and playoff basketball is so much more physical. And they're going to let a lot more go. And which team is better equipped to deal with that? You know, you got a LeBron James who can guard any position on the floor. And that's the one thing with the exception maybe of Draymond Green. Nobody's talking about how great defensively the Golden State Warriors are. Their, their offense is incredible, and Cleveland shoots the three well. You had, you added Kyle Corbett. LeBron is shooting it at a, at a career high. Kyrie Irving, you know what he can do. Uh, Kevin Love. Yeah. And so they've got players. This is going to be a great series. I think it's good for basketball because everybody's been waiting on this. The NBA would love to see this go seven games like it did last year. You think it'll at least go six? Yes, absolutely. Okay. These, these teams are too good. I mean, they're, nobody else has, has even – and you start wondering, Jamie, because if you go back to and look in, back in the day, we're talking about the Chicago Bulls. They had to get through the Detroit Pistons. It took them several years to do that because Detroit had a great team with the bad boys, and they were winning world championships. And then they were challenged by the New York Knicks correct? and Indiana Pacers. They got through those, and you can say arguably the New York Knicks, the Patrick Ewing New York Knicks, the Van Gundys, the Reggie Miller Indiana Pacers, were a tremendously bigger challenge than anybody from the West. I mean, once you got to the finals, you're like, yeah, you know, we've already gotten through the best because the East was just so superior back in the day. So 
you know, let me preface my remarks saying Michael Jordan never beat any great teams in the finals. That's because they were in his conference. And so it's a little misleading when you say that. Nonetheless, it's true. I mean, there's no great team. You know, you go back to Bill Russell's days. When Bill Russell, they won, what, 11 straight championships? There's only nine teams in the NBA. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I'm not belittling the, the – I didn't, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, there's nine now teams. Now there's 32, right? Yeah, there's yeah. nine teams in the NBA. Yeah. You still won championships, but come on, man. Uh, it's a different world out there. And so the fact that Golden State was able to churn through this, you got Mike Brown, which is interesting. Uh, you have two African-American head coaches right now because Mike Brown is an acting head coach, and that was a byline that came up that people are talking about. Not that does it make a difference, does it not? No, it's just a fact. And so that's a dynamic in this series. And so lots of things going on with it. You have uh, major media centers. You know, Cleveland's going to get all the Eastern coverage. Uh, the Western side's going out there, so it's made for TV. It's part three. Don't think this couldn't happen for another four or five years. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You're of the opinion this could go yeah. on. Well, look how young these teams are. Well, LeBron's 32, 33. LeBron's got, LeBron is a, a, is a Lamborghini with uh, a million miles on it. Now, it's still running perfectly. I mean, they have jet airliners that are 40 years old. They're still flying every day, uh, you know, across continents. Nonetheless, at some point, they will not function that way anymore. And LeBron has showed no signs of slowing down. He's been able to pace himself. Uh, and, you know, you know, we go back to Michael Jordan. Jordan really was never able to do that. I think he played in the league, what, 13 years? And then you get Kobe playing 19. He took care of his body. He did a lot of things. Uh, LeBron the same way. And so it's just how they dedicate themselves to not only the game, but their conditioning on and off the court. And, uh, yeah, LeBron is just – LeBron is, has had a gold standard. And, you know, somebody just texted me, who would win between Cleveland or Golden State and Chicago Bulls back in the day? I'll cover that when we get back. i got an answer for that one for you. Uh, you're listening to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. Segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you support – a worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back. Umamito ESPN. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. Chances are, guys, your anniversary's this month. Oh, yeah, now you remember. Don't forget to go buy National Jewelry. They have super suggestions of shining, sparkling surprises, including the new stackable rings, genuine cultured pearls at 20% off, and much more for the gift that says what you may have forgot to say throughout the year. Your anniversary gift is waiting at National Jewelry, Reynolds Drive, Rustin, your diamond engagement ring store. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. 
Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at ESPN 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 6, for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, ESPN 97.7. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. The segment brought to you by friends at Pie Works Gourmet Pizza <clears throat> by Design Tower Drive in Monroe next nope. to Nukes. Sounds like a good day to post up and eat a lot of pizza. I, I, went, I ate there yesterday. Good, good stuff, man. A little, uh, little lunch cheese pizza, $7.99. Uh, for another dollar, they throw a salad in there so you feel better about eating the pizza. Yeah. I see. It's called a balanced diet. All right. I mean, you know. Yeah. Rabbits eat lettuce. I eat a little lettuce, and uh, yeah. Anyway, makes you feel better. We eat a lot of crow too. Yes. We well, do. sometimes. Uh, sometimes it's good. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. Uh, Steve says the both teams could be rusty. Cavs need to get game one. I think uh, Love and Jr. hit threes in three games. LeBron slows KD down. A Cav recipe for victory might happen. Still Golden State in seven. Uh, interesting thing there, Steve. I'll give you my prediction before we get off today. Do they open in, in Golden State? Golden State, okay. Uh, Shane, Jordan's Bulls, if any by the error rules cause that they were more physical, but in today's game, I'm not sure who would win. Shane, excellent, excellent point. That's exactly where I was going. Uh, and if you guys have heard this show, I've talked about that before. People want to compare different era teams. You compare different era rules. Uh, the, the the NBA back in the day, back in Jordan's day, was like the old Paul Newman movie Slapshot, you know, where they got in a huge brawl before the national anthem during the warm-ups and everybody's bleeding during the warm-ups. That was the NBA in the 70s and 80s and early 90s. It One was, Bill Lambeer. Yeah, yes. it was full contact. Uh, they would cheap shot you in the layup line. Today's NBA, you don't have enough ambulances on standby. So today's NBA is a lot more Euro-friendly, and you don't really foul me, I don't really foul you, and somebody that does foul is, is a brute, and they might bring him up on charges. It depends on the referees. Who calls the game? If you bring the Jordan-era referees, Golden State might not score. If you bring today's referees, the Bulls likely don't get out of the first quarter with any player not fouling out. It's just a difference in style and games. Uh, Draymond Green is looked upon as just this real physical, tenacious player, which he is by today's standards. Bill Lambeer would go like, man, why are you being so light? I mean, Patrick Ewing, uh, the, the Bulls enforcers, Rodman even. I mean, the stuff Rodman used to do to Carl Malone and those guys he was he was giving away 50, 60, 70 pounds to, there are people in Angola that have done less. Can you imagine in this day and age running into Rod when he was in shape, Rodman's elbows? and things. I mean, the guy, the way he was built was just lame. I mean, no, not an ounce of fat on him. 
And he would just, I mean, he would just, when he went up for the rebound, he was an enforcer. And I was just thinking, man, if you're in the paint with Rodman, you're coming, you happen to catch an elbow coming down out of the, out of a rebound. My God. <laughs> yeah, Shane, Shane says Robert Parrish threw punches against Detroit and didn't even get a foul called on him. Right, right. That was that was when. when Do you it remember was pure. Kurt Rambis taking people down? Rambis I mean, I mean Kurt Rambis, and then they took they just took Kurt Rambis out. The Celtics, the Celtics, and the Lakers. That was a hatred fuel for generations. Yeah, so comparatively speaking, Phil Jackson was a snowflake. Yeah, they did everything but, you know, like, prison shank him with a knife going up for a layup back in the day. Exactly. And it was close. Like, somebody would fall down, teeth would fall out. They're like, eh, travel, no big deal. So it's a different game, and I think uh, we've seen that. I think LeBron is a guy, though, with his size and physicality. I think it's an advantage for him today, much more so than it would have been, been an advantage, uh, you know, back in the, in the 90s and the 80s. Because LeBron is an incredibly physical player, a gifted physical specimen. Uh, that you know, he's just he can bull his way to the basket. He's now developed his three, so he could have flourished very well back in the '80s and '90s as well as he does today. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. I think it's a different game for them. I think people back in the day get very very physical with them and just physically beat them up. And so I don't think they're nearly as good in the '80s and '90s. As they are today, because the defense, you know, you put Gary Payton, you put Jordan Pippen, people like that on them. You saw what the uh, what they did to Tony, Tony Kukoc in the Olympics. Tony Kukoc was this the greatest European player ever. He just never missed a shot. And Jordan and Pippen took turns absolutely destroying that poor guy because they were just able to do that physically. And so it, it's a different it's a different era of basketball. And when people compare that, it's it's very different. I think you have bigger bigger guys today. Uh, I think probably uh, more physically in shape. I think the diets and everything people have gone on. Uh, I think uh, athletes are bigger, stronger, faster. Are they necessarily more skilled? No. Are they tougher? No. I mean, is anybody going to argue with Dick Buckus uh, or people like that being uh, the toughest guys uh, that have played the game? Romanowski, you know, dude, rub some ice, rub some dirt on it. You're okay. Uh, Quint tells me that uh, Jordan would have trouble with more athletic big men of today. LeBron James would have trouble with the physical play from Jordan's era. Both are great players, but totally different for totally different reasons. I, I would agree point. with that. Yeah. I, I think Jordan and LeBron both, and Kobe, I, I would throw Kobe Bryant in there as well. I think their willingness to overcome and adapt and to figure out ways to beat you. Jordan, what Jordan has going for him more so than I think LeBron does, I think the biggest advantage Jordan has to this point would be his mindset. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Jordan had a great way of just, you know, they, there were legendary stories about him and Pippen in practice. They would have to put them on opposite teams, uh, um, excuse me, on the same team in practice because they would literally try to kill each other to win if uh, they were on opposite teams. So just for their safe, their own safety, and I think that competitive fire, I think you see that in LeBron. To this point, I'm still going to give Jordan an edge on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, to this point, now LeBron going. What is what, what finals is this for him in a row? Is this six, seven in a row? I mean, think of a final. You can't think of a finals that didn't have LeBron in it. I will. I want to say at least the the sixth, but seven. Yeah, I mean, I, seventh. Yeah. Thank you. Sean. I mean, you yeah. you can't think of, of a finals here in in recent memory without LeBron in. Is there anybody right now today that if I tell you the 2018 NBA Finals, do you think LeBron's going to be in it? What's Vegas going to say on that one? Ninety percent. 
unless some weird injury. Quint uh, tells me Kobe couldn't have played in Jordan's area. His body couldn't take the physical play. I completely disagree with that. Kobe Bryant is probably the most exquisitely uh, conditioned athlete in terms of his diet, his workout, diet, his yeah. workout regimen, everything else. Kobe blows all those people away in terms of his physicality and his preparation. Uh, Gary Vitti, who was also did stuff with Jordan, was Kobe's trainer throughout his entire career. He's like, look, I never had anybody like Kobe. Kobe's up at 4 o'clock in the morning doing his weight workouts, doing his conditioning. Uh, his diet was impeccable. You know, and you look at Jordan. Jordan w- was great. Jordan also smoked cigars. He drank like a fish, heavy alcohol. He gambled all night. Jordan's lifestyle was not conducive to his body being able to continually perform for a very long period of time. Now, his will to win and all that, absolutely incredible. Incredible. But there was a cap on his performance because of his, and he tells you that today. I mean, grew up in the South, diet, fried foods. Kobe Bryant never did that. He grew up, his dad played in Europe, Mediterranean diet, fish, chicken, uh, things of that nature that are just incredibly healthy. And I, I think that's why Kobe played as long as he was able to play, which was a lot lower, longer than uh, than MJ. Interesting conversation, though. I want to get to this before we take off. And uh, this, this was funny. And, again, this is pretty interesting. Uh, we're going to go to tennis again and, and go figure. Uh, Martina Navratilova. Say that four times. Uh, don't want to even try. A famous, famous, arguably one of the greatest female tennis players in history. Uh, is that is that a fair statement? I think it is, yes. Has written an open letter in Australia. There's another great tennis player named Margaret Court, who's one of the greatest women's tennis players of all time. Court won uh, 24 Grand Slam titles in the 60s and 70s, and she's now a pastor. Well, Miss Court has talked about her faith and how she is a promoter of traditional marriage. And again, believe what you want to believe, but she has a very large tennis arena named after her in her native Australia. Mm-hmm. And she, again, she she's a, a, a lady of faith. She's now a pastor, and she's been espousing traditional marriage values. And again, think what you will on that. Well, uh, she's 74 years old. Uh, Ms. Navratilova, who is, uh, has long since been an alternative lifestyle proponent. And, you know, since the 70s, I mean, Martina came out when, like, nobody else did. So, I mean, you talk about a pioneer kind of individual. And, again, think what you will on that. Uh, it's not my place to tell you what to think. But uh, Martina has addressed a letter to the Australian folks. By the way, Martina is not from Australia that suggested that they change the name of Margaret Court Arena. To what? Well, she said, look, uh, when you were named, when the arena was named after Margaret Court, it seemed like the right thing to do. After all, Rod Laver, who's another big-time tennis player, has a big stadium named after her, and and Margaret Court is one of the all-time greats. Uh, It's now exactly clear who Miss Court is. She is an amazing tennis player. And she is a homophobe. Her vitriol is just not an opinion. She is actively trying to keep people from getting equal rights. Uh, she's demonizing trans kids, trans adults everywhere. And Martina went on and said, we should not be celebrating this kind of behavior. And suggested that the number two arena at the Australian Open be giving, given a new name. 
And I guess, JB, my question is this. If we talk about free speech, and I, you know, I don't know if that's in the Australian Constitution. I'm assuming, assuming it would be. But anybody that doesn't agree with you today seems to be, or our particular point of view should be demonized. Back to the point where we're going back centuries in some cases uh, discussing things. You know, we talked about the LSU Tiger trying to get the Tiger, the petition to get the LSU Tiger mascot changed because of the Civil War connotations that it had. Uh, Another example here, the lady is a pastor. She's espousing her faith. Just because you espouse your faith doesn't mean that you hate other people. Right? Exactly. Uh, I th- uh, at least I thought that's uh, what Christianity involved. Or, or, or any yeah. religion. You know, I don't know about yeah. any others. I'm, you know, honestly, candidly, I'm a Christian myself. But that doesn't mean I hate other viewpoints or things of that nature. I just believe a certain way. And, and we're all having the ability to either believe or not believe or, or, or whatever that is. But it's scary when we're getting to the point where we're saying, okay, if you don't believe a certain way, if you don't espouse a certain viewpoint, then... We're not going to recognize you anywhere because you have to have this certain narrative. And, again, I think this is another progressive attempt. Uh, and Ms. Dabdova has absolutely every opinion. Uh, she's entitled to every opinion she has. But we're going to go back, and because she doesn't agree with this individual, well, we, we want her name taken off of it. Crazy. A bunch of texts here before we get into it. We'll take our last break. You're welcome to weigh in, Triple Eight. 993-7762, This segment sponsored by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous attorney here at North Louisiana. Criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby will fight for you. Give Bobby a call today, 318-342-1411. 342-1411. The Edge rolls along. We return. tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. There was a time when you had to choose between big rebates or low interest financing when you bought a car. Now you get both. 
At J. Mallard Ford Lincoln, all 2017 Lincoln Navigators come with $4,000 customer cash back, $2,000 cash for owning a competitive make, even $750 for military and first responders. All that plus 0% for 72 months with approved credit. Get all the details and pick out your new Lincoln Navigator today at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spa Novell. Spa Novell, Lammy Lane in Monroe. Go check them out. Uh, graduation gifts, birthday, anniversary, or just if you need to get out of the doghouse, go see Spa Novell. And get your significant other. Might be a great day for that. By or the way. somebody else's significant other, a spa package. Yeah, right? it's it? raining, pouring, cats and dogs outside. Go to Spa Novell and uh, relax. Well, a little update. CBS just put something up on uh, Martina and uh, Margaret Court. And again, I'm covering tennis today, which is unusual. But uh, Martina said that, uh, you know, Margaret Court's comments were inflammatory and uh, demeaning, hateful. I mean, throw in your for- favorite adjective. Also, apparently back in the 70s, according to CBS Sports, uh, when they had apartheid going in uh, South Africa, mm-hmm. that Miss Court made a statement that the South Africans had dealt with racial relations better than anybody, including the United States. And so I'm not sure what that means, but uh, Martina said now not only is she uh, hateful toward the gay community, she is a racist as well. And so... Here's the interesting thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Martina on something. Okay, and okay. I'll take the opposite. No, 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 you won't. You're going to agree with it, too. Okay. Martina said that uh, Miss Court has the right to say whatever she believes. I agree with that. But not her ability to say it without repercussions. Martina said, and I completely agree with this, we celebrate free speech, but that doesn't mean it's free of consequences. Not punishment but consequences. Okay. I completely agree with Martina. I agree with the statement, but the problem is she's not applying it to herself. If, for example, a monument, stadium, even a street is named after Martina Navratilova, which rightly she probably deserves one, what if the Christian, quote-unquote, Christian community or the or uh, whatever, an outfit that's considered alt-right in their eyes, came and protested and demanded that her name be taken off of something because she is... Uh, it violated their beliefs. Yeah, she's a big member of the, because of the LBGT community and so forth, their disagreements with a alternative lifestyle. Do you not think the media would explode, the LBGT community would explode, and everybody else would saying that's discriminatory? It probably is. So why isn't she applying the same methodology to herself? Well, let's let's go back further. Let me read this quote again, and then I'm going to have two words for you. And I should have been a lawyer. This is just awesome. Uh, no, no, Martina you said, <laughs> we celebrate free speech, but right. that doesn't mean it is free of consequences. Not punishment, but consequences. I've got two words for you, Colin Kaepernick. The same, again, you can agree, you can disagree, just like you can with Miss Martina Navratilova or Miss Court or, or whoever it is. We have free speech, but that doesn't mean it's free of consequences, not punishment, 
but consequences. We just saw yesterday a comedian by occupation holding up the severed head of our president. Okay? Was her right to do it? Should she have lost her job? I don't know, but it was pretty distasteful. But it was, quote, unquote, I'll give her her right to do that. Just saying, what if that had been done to another president? Again, Martina Navratilova is right about the repercussions, but the right to disagree is as constitutionally protected as the right to agree. And just because you don't agree with Margaret Court's stance on traditional marriage, there's no reason in the world why her name should be removed from that court because of the contributions she made to women's tennis. And at the end of the ballgame, at the end of the day, isn't that what this is all about? The contributions of Martina Navratilova as well as Margaret Court. So I don't think anybody's name or their or their political beliefs should play a role. Because you're you're what you're doing when you name a court after somebody is you are validating their contributions to that sport. You're not I don't care about what they do in the bedroom. That's their business. I don't want to know. I don't want to see. Either way, it's none of our business. I just want to know what they did to promote their sport and and bring it to the pinnacle that that both of these players have done. So you're not going to join with me in signing the petition to get rid of the LSU Tiger logo, a mascot in favor of the LSU Fighting Snowflakes? Big time, no. Golly. I would not. I would not sign that petition, and I think that's going. I've to... already invested in T-shirt company for uh, for fighting snowflakes. Well, I like the now. If you want to get me to wear a fighting artichoke T-shirt, I'm all. I'm, I'm on board. I might for get that. you one of those. I'm, I'm on board there. In fact, I have a for uh, the Rhode Island school or what is it? Uh, yeah, I'm all. I can't wear that one. But again, we're we're just we're we're choking on. Uh, we're, we're swallowing camels and choking on gnats here. We really are taking double standards now to, to new heights, and there's not a time. I mean, I, I know that there's people every day that don't agree with, with our opinions and, and so forth, and that's I fine. can go home and get that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> we, we all could. But, uh, you know, again, is it – I just think this is carrying it too far. And, I, and honestly, I wouldn't know Margaret Court felt that way until Martina Navratilova brought it up. But I don't think that makes her – a homophobe, she just disagrees with it, and she's certainly not a racist. Well, you know, and, and I think, and I'll give credit where it's due, and, and you know, they're they're controversial in some areas. I, I particularly like them. I think Phil Robertson here, West Monroe, had a he goes, you know, look, just because you disagree with something doesn't mean you hate the person doing it. Exactly. Uh, Steve chimes in. It's not a matter of opinion. Court says what God said about it is the truth, and she said that with care and concern. It's a good thing. Another excuse for Martina to live any way she wants and soothe her conscience. Look, uh, the beautiful thing about freedom of speech, and I agree with Martina on this part of it. Look, you are you held do. accountable. You are. Uh, just like Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick was free to do what he did. And the owners and the fans are free to feel any way they want to feel. And when you start trying to legislate your morality or impose your views on someone and you ostracize them because they don't feel the same way, and I don't care what side you're on. You know, if, if you're if you're on the right and you try to force your beliefs on people just because you're on a particular viewpoint or, or, or religion or whatever, 
I, I, I don't concur with that. I, I'm all about freedom and, and free will. You do what you think is, is right within the confines of the law, and it's up to you. You know, you have a choice. You know, we were founded on freedom of religion or freedom from religion. So you could do either one that you wanted to do. You know, you, know. you, you can. But, but to go in here and say, okay, well, you, know, you go back to any college, Jamie, that has a mascot. You know, we could say the UCLA Bruins. Well, that's a bear, and bears sometimes uh, are endangered. Or you go to UCLA Trojans, it was a warlike figure. Or, I mean, just, just, just pick one anywhere. The Missouri Tigers, how did they get that moniker? How did that name come? Any any mascot out there, you know, you're going to make the PETA people mad because it's the Texas Longhorn. What are Longhorns known for? They're not pets. Longhorns are known for cheeseburgers, steaks. Right. I mean, that's what they're built for, right? Not to just, like, go running around and everything's cool, right? They're, they're, they're food. It's what we use them for. And so you're going to have people that are going to be upset about the PETA people will be upset about that. Somewhere Today, listen to my voice, somebody's upset, going, I can't believe he said that. Other people are just laughing their heads off, going, yep, he's right. That's America. It's freedom of speech, folks. If we want to take this to the extreme, I mean, I guess, you know me too. I mean, I would say I'm probably, I have been uh, told that I resemble, you know, a a leprechaun. Or, I mean, I'm not very tall in stature, so... Uh, maybe I look a little green on some days. Lucky Charms poster child. Does that mean that I am so offended by the Notre Dame mascot that I can sue? The Fighting Irish. The Fighting so Irish. So you're violent. I am. And, and a drunkard. The, here's the deal. Uh, uh, true confessions. I am Irish. Uh, I, do, I do like to take an adult beverage every once in a while, or did. Um, so does that make me fit that? You know what? It's cultural appropriation. Again. Again. You know. You can take this to the extreme with anything, and that's the, I think that's the problem with Martina. Is she's really not looking at the big picture. I agree with a lot of the statements she made about freedom of expression and the repercussions. I agree with that. But I don't think she's applying that to herself because I know she wouldn't be, and, and rightfully so, she would be offended if her name was taken off of a stadium or whatever because she has an alternative lifestyle. I just think you've got to apply the standards to yourself, and I don't think in this case she is. Well, it's, you know, it's like B just chimed in. He goes, you know, a lot of us have made comments, uh, and every race, creed, nationality, religion known to mankind 30 years ago, and you evolve. Right, you do. You, you know, you don't have the same opinion. I told my son that the other day. My youngest, he's 18. Like, you know, do you know more than you did when you were 15? Well, yeah. Just think what you'll know when you're 21 and 24 and 40. And so things have changed. Uh, we evolve as a society. We evolve as a people. And people holding things, uh, grudges or, or whatever, there's a lot of stuff people are not proud of, me and you included, that you try to evolve from. So, again, going back to the 70s and, and, and trying to take a context uh, statement, maybe in context, maybe not. I don't know what was what was on her heart when she said that. She might be an avowed racist. I don't know. But we have no indication other than that one statement that you don't really know what she meant by it. And so you're going to pass judgment on that? Yeah, crazy stuff. Interesting thing today, man. We, uh, we'll throw one more out there. Tebow was discriminated against. That's true. But it doesn't make it right uh, or the truth. The consequent, There are consequences to everything. Thank you, Steve. You're exactly right. Jamie, good stuff today, man. I kind of like getting into stuff. We let it off with uh, the Met. 
Quite a transition. Mr. Mr. Met with the one finger salute. The ultimate freedom of expression. Yes. yes, yes. And Mr. Met was, hey, he was free to do it, he but he was not free from the repercussions thereof. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but thank you for the entertainment, Mr. Met. We, uh, yep. That one finger denotes his last paycheck. One dollar <laughs> from the New York Mets. So, uh, again, uh, we'll have more information on that GoFundMe account for Mr. Matt yeah, t- we're gonna, tomorrow. We're going to start that. Maybe we'll start another one for ourselves. Uh, Lord knows we need it. Anyway, thanks to our sponsors today, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Uh, it is GB Cooley. It is, and I'm just doing this off the top of my head, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Special Olympics. Spa GB Cooley reminds you to support a worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Spa Navelle and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber. Oh, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. And our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. For John Tabor, for Jamie Fox, I am Terry Walter. Make sure you stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox and the sports company. Maybe he'll talk about Mr. Met. Uh, maybe we should send Sean a uh, a photograph of us giving him the Mr. Met salute. I think that would be appropriate. Number one rated show Number in North Louisiana. Number one rated Louisiana. show in North Louisiana <laughs> is approved by J.B. and Terry. At any rate, folks, have a great day. Be careful out there. The roads, uh, it was nasty when we came in. I'm assuming it's still that way. Aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.